And now, another Rock Sports Network presentation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside Pitch, Rochester's premier baseball talk show. I am Sal Marana, and that is Jim Mandalero. The show is brought to you, as always, by Calabrasella's Deli. Uh, it is still grilling season, although it's mid-September. Give your grill a thrill with Zweigel's hot dogs, sausage, and a full line of deli meats for your backyard barbecue. Calabrasella's Deli, 1386 Buffalo Road in Gates. Leading off today, Jim. Today in our leading off segment, we'll look at if the playoffs started today, who would play who, who would have the home field advantage, and we're going to take an early peek at something that intrigues me, the manager of the year candidates. All right, seventh inning stretch. We'll, as usual, go into the AFC East, which is just uh, Buster Olney calls it the steel cage match this year. <laughs> yeah, no and it really kind of is. Three, uh, four teams now. I didn't believe it at, start, at the start, but four teams yep. are actually involved in that race. So we'll do our usual walk through the AL East, and then we'll take a stroll down memory lane with this week in baseball. And in the bottom of the ninth, a uh, topic that I was pretty hot about last weekend, and I might have a different view now. Sal and I will discuss whether Dodger manager Dave Roberts made the perfect decision in removing Rich Hill from a perfect game. Oh, you're so pithy with your little No, your little I'm a little, words. Uh, yeah. You're, all, you're such a wordsmith. Were you a newspaper guy I used to a long time ago. Yeah, I think you were, yeah. In a galaxy far away. All right, let's start it off. So right. um, if the season ended today, Jim. If the and it changes every day. It, it does. Seems, but if, as we're taping, if the season ended today, Toronto at Baltimore, be a heck of a wild card game. Baltimore I'd give the edge to because uh, they're, they're great at, at home. They're at home, yeah. Although, boy, Toronto would love that ballpark. They would. It'd be I, like I five home runs. The, ball, the Orioles just continue to amaze me. They they took two or three, right? Yeah. In the Red Sox last night, one it's to nothing game. So sad. yeah, that would be a heck of a heck of. A, I would <coughs> hate this though. Boston and Toronto in the playoffs, which would not be good for me. No. And the Yankees not in it, but I don't expect the Yankees to be there anyways. So, anyways, the winner would play, play Texas, Texas right? right? That's that would be a tough matchup. And then Boston at Cleveland, and which I think would be a really intriguing matchup. Terry Francona going back to Fenway Park. Right. Um, I don't really like the chances of the Red Sox in that matchup. I think the Red Sox will be fortunate and should make the playoffs, but I'll be happy if they do. Didn't Cleveland just lose a pitcher, though? Uh, I think somebody got hurt. Don't know. I don't know. I thought somebody got hurt in their rotation. But anyway, that's the so that how the AL would look. And it's, that's, uh, that's pretty competitive. Go it to the is. Uh, the, Mets, the Mets at San Francisco, as we speak, um, San Francisco's hanging in there. And, boy, they'd be dangerous if they got in there. And Because any time you can throw that – rotation in a short playoff series, they would be trouble. But they're, the winner, still, they're still, I think, the worst team in baseball since the second half started. I know. And it's how are they hanging in there, though? I they mean, lost. Bumgarner pitched the other day and lost his start. Yeah. I don't know. They're, somehow they're hanging in. The, 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 the reward for winning that wild card would be to play your Cubs. My Cubs. Which would be a tough series. Mets-Cubs would be intriguing, seeing that the Mets swept the Cubs last year yeah. in the NLCS, a series that you missed because I'm you were on assignment. still not counting out St. Louis. There's a huge series. This You're starts. worried about those Cardinals. I, the Cardinals just, yeah, they're, they're the Cubs' arch rival, and they yeah. play the Cubs tough. They, you know, they've always played them tough, obviously. Um, there's a big series this weekend, Jim. Cardinals are at... San Francisco. Wow. It is going to be, that's going to be a huge series for both teams. The Mets schedule down the stretch, absolutely cake. They don't play a team with a winning record the rest of the year. So you got to think they're a favorite to make the wild card. And I think it's going to come down to the Cardinals and Giants. What I wouldn't want if I was a Cubs fan is I wouldn't want to play one of those teams that just snuck in is now energized, especially St. Yep. Louis with that great fan base. Yep. I wouldn't want it. I'd rather have a team that got in like the Mets or got in like the Giants, but if those Cardinals get in and they get a fresh start against the Cubs, mm -hmm. 
Anything can happen. I've been saying that's the team that I'm 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 thinking is the most dangerous to the Cubs because they're the arch rival, like I said, and they can hit home runs. That's a big part of their game. Yeah. And they just worry me. The Mets, their pitching staff isn't the same as it was last year when they swept the Cubs out of the NLCS. So I think and their offense has not been very <coughs> good either. I think the Cubs could handle I think the Cubs could handle anybody. But I think that team they could handle in the in the first series, and then who knows what you get in the last series? Probably the Nationals. But either way, it's going to be great. Um, it would be ideal for me, and it's all about me, Jim. It's that the Yankees you. somehow snuck in, and both my teams are there. But I don't think the I Yankees still find have that it. hard to believe. We'll talk about it in the ALE segment. Maybe I'm in denial. They definitely control their own fate. They could they could be. How far are they out right now? I think they're four out of the division. They could be tied with and the Red Sox after this after Sunday if I they can I want to say win. it's two and a half in it's, the wild card. It's a four game series. The, the team that worries me in the wild card is those stupid Mariners. I can't stand yep. that team. I don't like I don't like Seattle Seahawks. I don't I like know. the Seattle Mariners. You're anti Seattle. And the main reason I don't like the Mariners is because of Cano. He is my least favorite Yankee. How dare he walk away time. from the Yankees? I just I don't like the and way. Yeah, you love Pettit. I don't like the way he plays the game. He just irritates really? me. And I just don't well, like. Don't you? Know, you mean he doesn't hustle? Yeah, he just does. Yeah. He just. I don't like anything about Robinson Cano. I can't deny his talent, but he's on the Mariners, and I don't want the Mariners in the playoffs. I don't think they belong. I think it's whatever. I would rather have. I'd rather have the Cardinals and the Giants than I would the Mariners. All I'm right. sorry, in the AL, I'd rather have the Blue Jays and the Orioles than the Mariners. Now the final series that this appears fairly. I think if there's one series you can say is probably going to happen, it's Los Angeles at Washington. Because they're going to maintain their division leads. Yeah. They're not going to have the best record. The Cubs have that clinched. So L.A. at Washington, you can pin it down now. And, boy, you know, what we saw uh, Wednesday with uh, Kershaw looked pretty good against the yep. Yankees while he pitched. I mean, they're, they're, it's an ideal situation. You know, he's working back into shape now. And maybe that two-month layoff will be good for him. I mean, if he gets the next two or three starts here and really finds his groove again, he's going to be a fresh pitcher going into that series. And with Washington, Strasburg's status is very much up in the air. He, he may not be back. And if he is, who knows how good he'll be. So I think the Dodgers, I think the, I think the Nationals are the better team of mm -hmm. those two. But the Dodgers could go in there and steal that series if Kershaw is back to being Kershaw. He's not even 30 years old yet. He's really a heck of a pitcher. Yeah, he is. He's tremendous. Yesterday, he locked up the Yankees. I was surprised he came back out. They had a quick rain delay. Yeah. So he came back after that. But the second rain delay was 48 minutes. And I was really surprised they sent no, him back out. But they did. And he got out of a jam. They got second. Well, here, let's talk about that, too. They get first and second. The first guy got on by an error, ends the perfect game. Then they had a single. So first and second, nobody out. The best pitcher probably in baseball right now, even in his condition. What does Joe Girardi do? He gives him a free out by having one of his hottest hitters D.D. Gregorius bunt. Okay, the bunt worked. What inning? Fifth inning. Yeah, too early. So now you got second and third, and guess who's up? Rob Refsnyder and Austin Romine. Yeah. Those are the guys that are going to yeah. come through yeah. for you against Kershaw. He doesn't think of the second half Just of the equation. Just silliness. So I agree. And it's far too soon to do that. They had a great chance to score in a game that, you know, one or yeah. two runs might have won it. Um, they blew it, and they ended up losing <coughs> in the ninth inning on a uh, Dellen Batances. Just absolute mess of an inning. So. Did you uh, feel a sense of nostalgia with the Dodgers at Yankee Stadium? No, not at all. Not no. really. I mean, it was cool. I think it's only the second time the Dodgers have played in Yankee Stadium since whatever the last World Series, 81, right? It was the last World Series really? they played. Really? Not every three years? No. The, uh, they, for whatever they? reason, the, the Yankees have gone there, okay. the Dodger Stadium. But, yeah, so they only get them. They play each division 
right, every three years, yeah. and then it rotates home away. So well, you're right. literally once every six years, I guess. Wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be that? Yeah, I, I think. You know, I don't know. It was interesting. I doubt it sold out, but, you know, maybe it did because Yankees are back it in the It didn't sell out. I'm very disappointed with uh, the Yan Yankee crowds this year. Um, I was listening to somebody the other day on a, either a talk show or a podcast saying the Yankees are making this great run in the second half, and there's nobody at the stadium. They're, they're barely putting half the seats filled in that place, even for night games. I don't get it. I mean, I understand football's up again now, and people are interested, but that not Sunday on, afternoon game. Not on Wednesday afternoon, though. Uh, well, was weird, by the way. Why was that a day game on a Wednesday? That was I weird. will get away game for the Dodgers to get out of there. Oh, and the right, are right, to, right. To That's Boston, true. That so was the end of the series. They played a day game. But, yeah, people just aren't going to Yankee Stadium, and it's disappointing. Fenway Park. That's not the issue with Fenway Park. Or, well, they have a lot of seats Field. to sell, too, though. Well, yeah, but they're all filled. But they sell 35,000 seats. Do the Yankees have 35,000 fans? No. Oh, not well, at these not games, good. they didn't. That's not good. Yeah. So, manager of the year. It's very early, and this could switch. I'm not going to hold you at anything, but here are the, what I've been reading, the AL candidates. Terry Francona of the Indians, Jeff Bannister of the Rangers, Buck Showalter of the O's, Joe Girardi of the Yankees. Now, not mentioned is John Farrell of the Red Sox, worst to first. I find that interesting. That yeah. Is it because they're so loaded and they have these millionaires and they got David Price by free agency? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, Farrell, Farrell has a bad rep, though. Yeah, I don't, has, I don't think he's a great manager. He has a bad rep as a manager, so I'm sure that hurts him. Um, you know, of, the, of the guys you mentioned, I mean, <laughs> you got to give Showalter, if they make the playoffs, how did Buck Showalter get this team with that pitching staff in the playoffs? I think he's a pretty strong candidate. But isn't I mean, Joe Girardi the manager of the year if the Yankees make the playoffs? No, no? Girardi. I, he's not the manager of the year. Anybody who bunts in the fifth inning with nobody <laughs> out, he's not the manager of the year. Now, not um, mentioned is the Scott Service, who's the rookie manager for right. your beloved Seattle Mariners. Right. They've been a very up-and-down team. Have. I don't know about them, but nobody cares. They're in Seattle. Nobody cares about the Mariners. Yeah, so if I had to pick on this list, it would be Showalter, and then it would be Francona. Yeah. That's who I would pick as the manager of the year. Yeah, because Francona's in a very easy division, and they're dominating that division. That's why they're in first place. Yeah. I would go with Show Walter. Yeah, had no Probably at this point, win or lose. Make they've the had no Brantley all year. They've, they've done some good things with that team. You know, I think this is off topic, but Cy Young, American League. My son always asks me, do you think Rick Porcello's going to win the Cy Young Award? I think it depends on whether the Red Sox or Toronto win the division because I think J.A. Happ might get it. Yeah. It's one of those rare times where – you usually don't think of Cy Young with the success. It's usually how the pitcher does. And then you got Zach Britton. So if one of those teams wins the division, that guy might be the – they might reward him for this team winning yeah, the you division. You know my feeling on relievers. There's no yeah, way I would ever give it. So. But he is very good. Point six ERA. I know. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. But, hey, one inning – he pitches probably on average four, maybe five innings a week. I just can't do that. I can't and the reason Jeff high. Bannister won't win is he won it last year. So now there's some – you know, expectations with Texas. The only one to ever win it back-to-back -back years was Bobby Cox, 0405. Yeah. So I don't what think Bannister's a candidate. What about the National League? Well, there's Joe Madden, who I think suffers from he would have been a better candidate last year because now I think people thought the Cubs were good, right. maybe not this good. Dave Roberts and Dusty Baker, and I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, Dave Roberts is the manager of the year, there's no doubt. They've, they've set an all-time <coughs> major league record for guys on the disabled list yeah. this year. And, he's got, and they had no Kershaw for two months. Somehow they've overtaken the Giants in the second half, and they're going to win that division. They lost Granke he's to a free agency. Manager, they yeah. lost what we thought was Puig. Like, you know, <clears throat> they still have him, but he's not a good player. Right, right. And then they lost Kershaw. But I'll tell you, Dusty Baker, 
I'll give them some props. I won't give them the National League award, but I'll give them some props because that was a team with no chemistry and mm -hmm. in disarray last year, fell apart, missed the playoffs. He's got them back, and that's what he does best. He doesn't finish the deal and win the World Series, but he gets them to the playoffs. So yep. he's done a good job. No, he has done a good job, but I think he has more to work with top to bottom yep. on that team than Dave Roberts does. So I was at, uh, uh, I was at Nationals yeah. Park Saturday night. Right. There for the Bills-Ravens game on Sunday. I went up to what, Nationals Park. Decent park, you know, it's, it's new, it's Typical. nothing really special about it. It's cool that everyone comes in from the center field side. Uh, the train lets you off right at the station or at the stadium there, which is great. Um, decent park. The game was as dull a game as I, as I could remember being at. Nothing happened for seven and a half innings. I, I was tweeting to you or texting you, Bryce Harper struck out his first three at bat, swung and missed eight times. Bottom of the eighth, he comes up with two men on and blasts one to right field to win the game. So it was pretty good. Scherzer pitched for the Nationals, um, pitched lousy the first three innings, but they couldn't do anything. They're playing the Phillies. And uh, it was fun. It was a good game. What's the backdrop? Is it a city backdrop? or No, it's not. It's pointed the other way. There's, oh. really, no, there's really no skyline. Like I said, it's the train comes out there to station. Uh, but it's a decent park, and I'd, you know, I'd say go. You're making your rounds. I am making my rounds. Been a great year. I've been to five games this year. Nice. I think it's an all-time record for me. Right? Been to Yankee yeah. Stadium this year. Yeah, so it's good. All, All right, right want to take a break? Yes. All right, for the biggest, juiciest steak sub in Rochester, visit Calabrasella's Deli, 1386 Buffalo Road in Gates. Stop in for lunch, lunch or takeout. Uh, you can get subs, Weigel's Hots and Sausages, uh, all that stuff for your family gatherings or tailgate parties. Calabrasella's Deli in Gates. We'll be right back. For the biggest, juiciest submarine sandwiches in Rochester, visit Calabrasella's Deli on Buffalo Road in Gates. Sink your teeth into one of our signature hot or cold subs, including the Dominator, Colon Kicker, Italian Stallion, Assorted, and more. Eat in, take out, or have us cater your next event. Visit us before your next backyard barbecue. We offer a full line of Zweigel's Hots, Sausages, and Deli Meats. Calabrasella's Deli, 1386 Buffalo Road in Gates. Hi everybody, welcome back to Inside Pitch, Sal Mayorana and Jim Bandero. Want to dive into the AL East like we do every week? I'm a little afraid. <laughs> I was just looking at the schedule. So, yeah, you didn't know. We talked in the break. Sal didn't know this, but the Yankees and Red Sox meet ten times. Yeah. And the season's only two and a half weeks left. Man, ten times in So summer. Yankees definitely have their shot, and it starts Thursday night. Yankees at Boston, the start of four. And I'll give you the edge in that, this matchup, Tanaka versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Tanaka is, I've said it right along, he's not an ace to me, but he has pitched very yeah. well lately. He's been very good for the Yankees. I can't argue with that. And then you get Clay Buckholz tomorrow night. So, But isn't he pitching better lately? He's, They're starting to, mm, he's starting to figure it out, isn't he's he? He's yes and no. All right. He's, I don't, I don't trust him. He had a good game, then he had a bad game. In fact, uh, no, it wasn't him. Somebody on the Red Sox, oh, I shouldn't even say it, has given up three three grand slams in their career, and all three were this year. I think it is Buckholz. Hmm. He's very up and down, Sale. So is. this is your shot. What do you think of your shot? you think the Yankees have a chance? Um, no, I don't think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. I just don't. They don't have enough. And, you know, these kids that came up, they, uh, it was a fun story for a while, but now Judge is out for the year. He was doing nothing anyways. I mean, really, he had a couple bombs during his time up here, but overall he was not good. I think, he, I think he's batting like 180, mm -hmm. and now he hurt his oblique, and he's going to be out for the year. Tyler Austin had a walk-off um, earlier in the week, which was cool. Very exciting moment, but he, he's under 200, too, not really doing a whole lot. Sanchez has been great, but even he's starting to tail off a little bit after that amazing, you know, 
end of August that he had. So I just don't think they have enough to get there. I think Boston, Toronto, and even Baltimore are better. All three could make the playoffs. And all three of those teams could make the playoffs. So, yeah. I th- but you know what? The Yankees are going to have a lot to say about it. Yeah, they are. They've got, like you said, 10 against yeah. the Red Sox. they got to play the Orioles. they got to play the Blue Jays. They end with they, the Orioles. They already swept the Blue Jays three games last mm-hmm. week, which helped your Red Sox mm-hmm. a lot. So they're going to have a say in this thing. I just don't know if they can get there. Now, Toronto struggled with Tampa. Toronto's out in L.A. Then don't laugh at the Angels. It's a tough trip to go out west. Yep. And uh, Baltimore hosts a tough Tampa team, as you said, that has given the Jays some fits, has given the Red Sox some fits. I don't relish. The Red Sox have a 10-game road trip coming up, Baltimore, Tampa, and New York, and that will not be easy. I mean, Tampa's a game team. They really they they play tough. Now they've got Kiermaier back. He's a great player yep. for them. Um, so Toronto's going out to the West Coast. They've got the Angels. Yeah, they stink, but it's still a West Coast. And then they got to go to Seattle and play three. So that's that's not an easy stretch no, no. Um, for the, for the Blue Jays. And they play those Yankees. And they four. come back and play the Blue Jays or the Yankees four times, uh, Baltimore three times at home, and then they finish in, wow. the, uh, in the Ortiz Coronation Series at the end of the year uh, in Fenway Park. So that'll be interesting. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought Toronto was going to win the division. And you could flip really, a coin. They've really played lousy the last two weeks, though. They haven't pitched, yeah. and they are not hitting like they like they've normally hit. Yeah. So I, that's why I've been leading to your Red Sox lately. They're they're playing the best, I think, of those three teams. Well, let's switch to the team of the week. We alluded to this, and it gets sales dander up. But uh, out of the blue and out of the Northwest come the Seattle Mariners. I looked, and you know, you're you're right. They're kind of a forgotten team. I like what they won eight in a row. Yeah. And they're right they were, back in it. They were dead in the water. So they were six games out of the wild card spot nine days ago. Now yeah. they're one and a half out, and just the Tigers in their way. I know they've uh, they've they've caught fire at the right time. They're playing in that lousy division. They played, you know, the Angels yeah. and the A's. Uh, well, let's look at it. They're, well, they're actually only eleven and eight against the Angels, but against <coughs> Oakland, they're ten and five against Oakland. And who's the other team? They all they haven't played well against Texas. So well, here's something I to keep in mind. A little bit, but while the American League East is butting heads and that that includes the wild card race. The Mariners close the season with four at home against the A's. Yep. So they could sneak in. Let's if they take a look at this here. Home to Houston. Big series this weekend. That's a big series because Houston, Houston's really done all they can to, to fall out of this race. Yeah. They got to stop playing Texas. Texas has ruined their season. That's actually, you said a week. I don't think it is a week division. You got Texas, Houston, and Seattle yeah, in it. I guess. It's I a know. bottom, bottom, the bottom's bad. The bottom is bad in that yeah. division. Two of the worst teams but in baseball. But those are pretty good teams. Those are good. Houston, you, Houston's just bizarre that they can't beat Texas. You, I saw somewhere if the, if the, if the, Oil, if the Oilers, <laughs> if the Astros <laughs> wow. and the Rangers didn't play all year this year, the Astros are actually a game better in the standings. If, if you wiped all those games away, they'd be a game better in wow. the standings. So it's kind of amazing. It's been a great year. It really has. Yeah, it really has. So the Mariners, tell me about the Mariners. Well, I, I mean. I know nothing about this team. I, I had to look. Robbie Cano, uh, 33 homers, only 87 RBIs. That's a little weird. Kyle Seeger, 29 homers, 93 RBIs. Nelson Cruz, 37 homers, 92 RBIs. They remind me of the Orioles with yeah, all this power. a lot of home runs. Pitching, King Felix a little overrated, in my opinion. He's got the cool name. He's on the downside. 11 and 5, 3 and a half ERA. But this guy, Hisashi Uakama, 16 and 11, 3.87. So they got some pitching. They got some hitting. They're going to bash their way to the playoffs if they get there. I'm looking at their but they're whips. they're hot and cold. I'm looking at their whips, Jim. The best whip they have is, is Tyron Walker, who's a good pitcher. 1.18. That's not great. I mean, it's, it's good. No. But that's the best guy they have. Um, who's their closer on this team? They got like two guys with a lot of saves. Yeah, Cechuk and Diaz. This Diaz can throw. I saw him when they, when they played the Yankees. This guy was smoking. Yeah. 
he was smoking. So he's probably a he's probably he might be their closer. Although Cishek has more. Saves. He's got seventy-seven strikeouts and two and two walks. Uh, fifteen walks. 15 seventy-seven, walks. fifteen. Still a pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. Ratio. I don't know this lineup though. Who I don't are, know. Who are these guys? Kyle Seager's a good player. Leonis Martin, Franklin Gutierrez, Nori Aoki, Cattell Marte, Adam Cano Lynn. wants Come back on. at Yankee Stadium. That's what he wants. Jeez. Burn you up. Don't pick the Mariners for the team of the week again. I have to. Eight no. in a row. I don't like that pick. This week in baseball. Now, you know, you've all heard about 1951 and the Giants, Dodgers, shot heard around the world and that they were stealing signs. Who knew they were stealing signs in 1900? Tommy Corcoran of the Reds uncovers a wire in the coaching box <laughs> that leads across the outfield to the Phillies locker room. Remember the old ballparks used to have the clubhouse in the outfield. Right. So you had to walk. You lost the game on a walk-off. You had to walk all the way across the field <laughs> where reserve catcher Morgan Murphy is reading the opposing catcher's signs and relaying them to the Phil's coach by a buzzer hidden in the dirt. Come on. In 1900, they figured all, that out? I, I would give him a free pass just for innovation. 1900? Uh, there's no way. That's got to be a wives' tale. It's, it's a true story, according to Was this. Was there even electricity back then, I Jim? Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not even sure. It's, that's why I said. I, all right, I whatever. Free pass. All right. Uh, Some so seam head found that. You somewhere. ever go to a Red Wing game on the last day of the season where it's it's insignificant how fast it goes because everyone wants to everyone run wants for to the get bus. out of there? Yeah. So in 1910, in an experiment, again the Miners Southern Association game between Mobile and Atlanta takes just 32 minutes to complete. That's impossible. The game is how conducted is as an experiment with batters swinging at every good pitch and little time taken between pitches. No, no strikeouts surprises me. No strikeouts in one walk. Mobile wins. That sounds like one of those. You know, you ever play softball? Ever play in a one pitch tournament? Yeah. <laughs> you literally get one pitch. You get one pitch. If you miss it, you're out. If you foul it off, you're out. That's that's what well, that sounds like. It's a ball. It's a walk. Yeah, it's a walk. One pitch. You get one no pitch. No strikeouts that they're swinging at every pitch. Uh, well, no, they're probably hitting it. This well, will never happen again. 1968. Can you, can you bring it more into um, you know our time, maybe? All right, Sal. So when you when you were a senior in high school, 1968. <laughs> yeah. um, Denny McLean won his 31st game, was most in the American League since Lefty Grove won 31 in 1931. Again, never happened again. Right? Unmatched ever. Well, there's guys a lot. There's guys that won't even get 31 starts in a season, let alone 31 wins. Yeah. Right? I mean, yep, most of the top guys get about 30 to 33 starts. Well, well that's going to be 50 years pretty soon, and no one's even come. Well, no the closest such thing as pitch counts back then. Bob Welch had 27 wins that year. 27 and 3. What a great year he had for the A's. Yeah. But that's the closest you get. And I remember I remember reading a Tom Seaver book about the Miracle Mets. So the Mets went to bed, and they're in this race with the um, Cubs. Cubs. Oh, no, he didn't go to bed. Everyone went to bed thinking the Mets had lost because Steve Carlton had struck out 19 Mets. But Ron Swoboda hit two two-run homers, and the Mets won 4-3. to three. That's the kind of magic the Mets had that year. Wow. So they won a game in which they struck out That was the Mets. year of the Black Cat, right? That's, that's the, the Black Cat with the Cubs. That's the stupid Black Cat thing. What, what will befall the Cubs this year? <laughs> It'll be wanna, legendary. I don't want to think about it. Just don't even bring it up. So I'm done. We're going to take a break, and then uh, we're going to talk about Rich Hill. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right. All right, if you're listening from out of town and you miss your Zweigel's products, Keller Brasella's Deli will ship them. Uh, Abbott's frozen custards, Zweigel's white and reds and sausages, country sweet sauces, and much, much more. Order online at NewYorkStyleDeli.com. And we'll be back to close the show. For the biggest, juiciest submarine sandwiches in Rochester, visit Calabrasella's Deli on Buffalo Road in Gates. Sink your teeth into one of our signature hot or cold subs, including the Dominator, Colon Kicker, Italian Stallion, Assorted, and more. Eat in, take out, or have us cater your next event. 
Visit us before your next backyard barbecue. We offer a full line of Zweigel's Hots, Sausages, and Deli Meats. Calabrasella's Deli, 1386 Buffalo Road in Gates. All right, we are back at Inside Pitch. I'm Sal Mayron. That's Jim Bandolero, and we're in the bottom of the ninth. So, Jim, why don't you uh, lob up our topic here, and we'll talk about it. Well, this got me pretty upset when it first happened. So, last Saturday, Dodgers lefty Rich Hill has a perfect game through seven innings. I see Dave Roberts talking to him, and it appears he's taking him out of the game. Well, that's what happened. Now, there have been 295 no-hitters in big league history. There have only been 23 perfect games. The last by a Dodger was Sandy Koufax 50 years ago. So this is history we're talking about, okay? I was upset, and I, I texted you. You were at the Nationals game. I, I couldn't believe it was happening. Yep. Then I read a little bit about it. Now, I'm not saying which side I'm on, but I want to see what you think. Hill did not throw a pitch between July 7th and August 24th because of blister issues. He missed his start August 30th because of blister issues, okay? So they, he was developing the very beginnings of a blister. Now, do you let this guy pitch for history and risk? With the season as close as it is to the end, he could very well be out. They're trying to win the World Series. You know, L.A.'s gotten to the playoffs enough without going far. Mm -hmm. So now do you know all that? I mean, do you still think he should have pitched? What do you think? No, I think he should have pitched, absolutely. Okay. You've got a chance for a perfect game. He wanted to pitch. The, I, I was reading somewhere, I heard it, the blister actually is a very deep blister, and they were afraid that if it does rip, it really could be a problem for him. Now, I don't understand why a pitcher doesn't have better calluses on his face. Like, yeah. why would a blister yeah. at this point of the year be such an issue? But apparently it is. But, Jim, he was at 89 pitches in the at the end of seven, in a perfect game. He was not complaining about the blister, right. I don't think, right? No. I don't think he came back and said, oh, it's hurting. He wanted to do it. And, yeah, Dave Roberts did this early in the year. Yeah, he did. Maybe a different situation with a rookie picture. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I didn't agree with and that no hitter, either. No hitter. But, but a perfect game for a veteran who's 37 years yep. old. You would think that, you know, let this guy go and try to do this. I was disappointed, too. But the flip side is, like you just said, they are right in the middle of a playoff run. Uh, playoff chase and they can't afford to lose this guy because they think they've got Kershaw back but you never know it's a back it's a injury it's a fragile well it's a fragile injury for Kershaw so if he goes down believe it or not Rich Hill is the ace of the staff at this yeah. point I can't believe this guy Rich Hill I don't know where he's come from I don't know why at the trade deadline he was the most available um, decent pitcher this guy's career record is 38 and 26 He's been in the league 12 years. He's never made more than 17 starts in a year. He's got 91 career starts. Who is this guy? Yeah. Like, why is this guy the guy lately? Who is he? You're asking the same question about Sandy Leone of the Red Sox, My right? They God. come out of the blue. He was 9-3 and three with the A's this year. All of a sudden, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's the hot commodity, the trade deadline. The Dodgers got him. I don't understand. The guy's won 38 career games. Yeah. So I couldn't believe, you know, you, you, everything's happened in baseball before, right? I mean, you hear about back-to-back -back inside the park home runs. One guy had three triples in a game. One thing that's never happened in baseball history is a combined perfect game. And yeah. it did not happen Saturday. Joe Blanton came up and served out a two-out hit to Jeff Francoeur in the eighth inning. But I can't believe that's never happened before. Yeah, that like is. in April – you pitch five because it's cold, and the other guy pitches four. So yeah. the streak continues. Dave Roberts, he did a good thing. He said he wouldn't sleep that night. Hey, but he's probably going to win manager of the year, but he's made two very <laughs> – It'll look better for a Chilwins game. He has no sense series. of history, this guy, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, that's the end of the show, guys. Um, next week we'll be back. Uh, pennant races are almost up. This is the, my, I hate this. I hate that baseball is coming to an end. I love every night. I was up the other night. We, we lost our, our, um, our Wi-Fi, so – 
we had no TV, no nothing, but I had my phone with the hotspot. So I had the hotspot <laughs> working, and I had my iPad, and I'm watching like four games at once. I just love this time of year, but it's almost done, unfortunately. Well, now the postseason's coming. I know, but then it's done for good because we've five months without baseball. All right, that's the end of the show, guys. I'm Sal. He's Jim. We'll see you next week on Inside Pitch.